Welcome, everybody, to the Stone on Sports Podcast. My name is Matt. Oh, no, wait, no, my name is not Matt. My name is Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that funny, Kyle? <laughs> oh, it was funny. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, we are live on YouTube, and uh, we are excited to talk about week four, a recap of the NFL slate over the weekend. Some surprising games. Um, as always, my lock of the week is nothing but a failure, and we might get into that a little bit. But I had a little fantasy success, so uh, I'm excited about that. Um, just want to thank all of our listeners, all of our subscribers. We really appreciate you guys. We're up to, we're over 50 now, aren't we, guys? We're at 50 on the dot. Nice. So if you're listening and you're not subscribing, we'd really appreciate it if you click that subscribe button so we can pass the half century mark. Uh, we really do appreciate everybody that takes time out of their days and listens to us uh, babble on about sports and act like we know what we're talking about. So with that, uh, Matt, how are you doing? I, this feels so weird. It feels like, I don't know, like I'm in your skin or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that movie being John Malkovich. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, man? You know what? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, the Lions went out and dominated on Thursday night. I, I know we were on here before the game and, and we hopped off and obviously uh, I tuned in as, as well as many, many other people. And we got to see that beat down. Not going to lie at the beginning of the game when golf threw that interception, it's like, oh shit, I've seen this before. I know how this story ends, but th this ain't the same old Lions. They're People were talking after they lost to Seattle's. Oh, same old Lions, same bullshit. With, oh, sorry. Almost oh, made it two minutes. Oh, no. Well, if you're playing my part today, I guess I'll play the part of Kyle <laughs> and screw it up. Right. I'll um, be Matt. Great. No, I'm going to be Ramey. That sounds great. Yeah. Ramey's already me. Yeah. Anyways. Oh. Darn it. Um, no, but th this is not the same old Lions. They came out. Monty was on a mission. He had never beat the Packers before, and they gave him the rock 32 times. He was inefficient. Yeah, he was just, he was at like 3.9 yards a carry. But him being out, the offense didn't look the way we know it can look. And I know people have been down on Gibbs and, and this, that, and the other. And, you know, people were drafting him third, fourth round. I did the same thing in a league. Uh, you just have same. to be patient. You know, he's a small dude, but, you know, he runs very, very powerfully given his size. And Monty is picking right up where Jamal Williams left off even more so. I mean, the dude is scoring touchdowns at just a ridiculous rate. He's yeah. getting a ton of volume. And in fantasy football, volume is king. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Ton. Speaking, uh, speaking, speaking of small and powerful, how are you doing, Kyle? Ah, nice. Thanks. Ouch. Ouch. Ouchie. <laughs> Um, pretty good. You, man, join doing well. Join life. Yeah. Join life. I am. Yeah, I'm doing um, well. I'm having a good week. Yeah. Speaking of Montgomery, three touchdowns. I think they were like from one yard line, two yard line, and a three yard line. So they were all right hey, there. They still um, count. I know. Yep. Uh, last year with the Bears, he played 16 games. He had five touchdowns. He's got five already this year, so he's looking good. Behind that, um, much more. Um, experienced offensive line than that garbage they had in Chicago uh, last year. Well, for the last several years, actually. Um, yeah. First player to top 100 yards um, with three rushing TDs for Detroit since year 2000, Matt. Throw out a name. Artus Pinner. Nope. James Stewart. Remember James Stewart? I do. I do. Yeah. Tennessee Volunteer, oh, yeah. if I remember correctly. I think you're correct. Um, defense played awesome. Um, they had five sacks. Hutch had one and a half of them. Um, Jerry Jacobs picked off Love twice. He finally made him uh, mortal looking. It was great. It's awesome. They have nice. the number one rush defense in the league at 60 yards a game. So bring it on. Where have I heard that before? I don't know. They ain't rushing the damn ball on us like they did last year, over 200 mm -hmm. yards. That ain't yeah. fucking happening. Yeah. No, they're they're looking really good. And that loss to the Seahawks after, granted, the, the Giants are not looking like a like an actual NFL team, but the Seahawks look pretty darn good. So 
come towards the end of the season. Um, hope that doesn't impact home field advantage or anything like that, but it looks like the Lions might be in the driver's seat for the division, so they may not have to worry about that. Um, Seahawks have a little bit of trouble to deal with within their division with the, the 49ers who look like a, a – uh, if not the best, one of the two best, two or three best in the in the NFL, and uh, I see Seattle end up being ending up being a a uh, a wild card team, but you could end up with a a rematch there in the the first round of the playoffs if the line if everything lines up right. So little chance for revenge for you guys, but to make a long story short, I don't think that loss is is too terrible based on how good the Seahawks have looked. No, it's a yeah. it's a quality yeah. loss. Absolutely. Um, when like when the Packers cut it to ten there um, in the second half, I was like, "Oh shit!" And then Detroit just went out there and responded with like some I don't know ten minute, seventy five yard drive, something like that. Um, Fourteen play, seventy five yard drive. Yeah, Been something like that is just demoralizing. It, for it took like nine too. minutes off the clock, which is exactly what needed to happen. And then uh, thankfully, what. Well, Quay Walker bailed us out. We got a fresh set of downs and score. It's beautiful, yeah. beautiful thing. But so, yeah, do you think? Do you think Monty is an RB one rest of the season? You think yeah. he's a top twelve guy? Yeah. What do you think, Matt? I think so. Just because of his touchdown upside, you know, he get he's going to get all the goal line work, and when Detroit gets close like that. They love to just ram it in. Who doesn't? Um, yeah. On the other side of that game, yeah, absolutely. Um, Who doesn't? Romeo Dubs, 25 targets the last two games. Um, Christian Watson was back, but even last year, you could tell that Dubs is, is going to be that go-to possession type guy where um, Christian Watson is going to be more of that down the field threat. If he can continue to get targets at, at even 75% of this rate, he's going to be a, a nice little play. And I think he's only like 50% owned in a lot of leagues. Um, he's been, he's, he's been good other than that rock fight against Atlanta. Yeah. Big wire pickup, which we'll get into a little bit later on. Sure. Oh, what do you guys want to go to um, next? I do not care. Let's talk about my Colts. All right. There we go. Yeah. I was really high on them coming into the weekend. And for that first half, I was I was ready to give up. They looked like they were disinterested. They looked like they had been reading all the all the articles and listening to all the hype about how they went into Baltimore and, and beat the Mighty Ravens. Um, and they did not show up for that first half against the Rams. Uh um, DeForest Buckner um, is injured. Um, looks like it might be a little bit worse than than anybody was letting on. He didn't practice all week last week, but that defense did not look the same without him in there. And granted, he played typically on third down, but it was a limited um, a limited playing time for him. And the uh, the Rams offensive line, after just getting demoralized in Cincinnati the previous Monday night, looked pretty solid as a unit against um, against the Colts D line. And uh, Puka Nakua um, had a game on my bench. And um, who uh, did you start over him? Just out oh, of curiosity. That's a great question. I, A-chan? I, A-chan? No, I, he was on my bench too. But hey, I won oh. this week. So well, let, let, let's go into detail on your management fails. Yeah. Even though no. you won. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I made some bad decisions, but I still managed to score 180 points this week. So that's a nice score. Kind, Hell yeah. Kind of you unbelievable. Needed points. You need points too. I mean, points yeah. are good too. Yes, they are. So, yes, but, are. but yeah, uh, it come out the second half. Uh, Richardson looked really good. He made it through the game without getting hurt. There was a, there was a little bit of a scare there where he may have tweaked an ankle or something like that, but he had a really nice game. He had, um, what did he have? Let's, let me look here. I have my, he had a, he was 11 for 25. He had 200 yards passing two touchdowns. And then he carried the rock 10 times for another 56 yards and had a TD on the ground. He also had a two point conversion where that play call, I don't know if you guys watched it, but it was, it was a fantastic play call. Um, Steichen seems to really be utilizing uh, Richardson the right way, much like he did with Jalen hurts. Like, granted the, the talent level is not the same yet, but 
I'm really encouraged by some of the throws Richardson was making during that game. He threw some darts, um, really, really good throws. And I think they're really putting him in, in situations where he is set up to succeed. It's just a matter of the guys around him um, stepping up to the plate. They do get Jonathan Taylor back this week. Um, he'll be practicing starting Wednesday. So um, it'll be really interesting to see thing, um, how he fits into that offense with Zach Moss having a pretty good season. Um, probably will ease Taylor in um, with Moss being able to, to kind of carry the load a little bit. But you expect Taylor to get up to speed. You expect him to be in shape and ready to roll um, come this weekend. So, But overall, uh, a big tease for the Colts, getting all the way back into that game, tying it up, taking it to overtime, and then ultimately just giving it up on the on the first series. So, But you expect that with this team. I didn't think they were going to shock anybody, but I know I had talked about playoff aspirations on Thursday's podcast and, um, this was, this was a setback. So if it's only one game, right, it is, but they got to figure something out at home, man. They've lost six in a row at home. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell, man? I don't know. They (laughs) They need, they need to open that roof up. Yeah. Something. Um, they didn't allow a hundred yard rusher for the first three weeks until Kyron Williams, um, got him for like yeah. 103 or 102, just over and a couple touchdowns, I believe. Um, they're really uh, DeForest Buckner's like hurt or on a snap count or something. Yeah. They, yeah. He's got a sh- shoulder. I believe they need him back there or somebody got to step up, um, in the middle of that line for sure, because they're going to start getting blown over. Uh, yeah. some more, I think they got, but so I wasn't yeah. too impressed with that. Um, Puka Nakua finally got his first touchdown. Yeah. Game uh, winner. As well, yeah. nine more passes for 163 yards. Yeah. Walk off and, uh, overtime. So he finally, I think he beat Anquan Bolden for most receptions in the first four games. He's got 39. Anquan got 30. So he just blasted. Yeah, he couldn't have been more open on that play. Like they, oh, they yeah. just left yeah. him alone. It's they like, yeah, hey, we'll cover everybody but this guy <laughs> who's setting NFL yeah. records. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it seems like the passing offense there uh, in Indy, uh, it runs through Pittman and, and Josh Downs with, with some love shown to the tight ends. But it seems like Alec Pierce has been a huge letdown this year. He yeah. has. Um he was disappointing last year too. He, he drops a lot of deep balls that he should catch. He had a really nice catch in the game against the Rams, but that's one catch. Um, he was, that's all he had. Yeah. He was brought in, um, to be a, not a focal point on the offense, but to, to be a contributor. Um, he was drafted, I believe in the third round, um, out of Cincinnati and he has been disappointing. Uh, they, they taught, they talk up his speed and his ability to get the deep ball, but you just don't see it there. And um, they need him to start being able to convert some of those, or at least pose a threat um, to open up some of that underneath stuff. Cause they really do rely on Pittman, a lot of screens with Pittman, a lot of short passes because Pittman's pretty decent at, at getting yards after the, after contact. And then also the tight ends and, and the running game as well. So they're going to need to stretch that field or defenses are really just going to start to pack and, and play the run in the short passing game. Yeah, and and the thing is, for all his faults as a passer, Anthony Richardson, he's he's good at throwing the ball downfield. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, we got somebody here in the chat, Kevin, aka K Dizzle. What it do, baby? What defense we rocking this week? Dolphins at home versus the Giants, and next week at home versus Carolina, or Lions at home. Out of those two, I'm taking the Lions. Um, yeah. That Carolina offense with Bryce Young at the controls is inept at best. Um, and I think Baker Mayfield is a mirage. Defense travels well. The Detroit defensive line, they're doing a great job of getting pressure with a bunch of dudes you never heard of and Aiden Hutchinson. Everybody had some some high hopes for James Houston coming into the year, but obviously he's out. Um, I'm taking Detroit hands down it's it's not even a consideration for me to to take the dolphins there kyle ramey what do you guys think yeah same i think uh they can feast on 
the Lions can feast on Bryce Young and then do the same thing against Baker Mayfield uh, the following week. So, uh, yeah, I like if those that. are if those are my only two options, I'm going with the Lions too. But that that second week with with the way Baker's looking, um, especially against man to man coverage, I, I may. I may swap the lines out, try to pick somebody up off the waiver wire, see, kind of see what the matchups are. But if I'm choosing between the two, it's the Lions. The Lions have a good defense, solid defense. Yeah, they do. And the Dolphins, with the way that team scores, they're going to end up gassing their defense because they're not the kind of offense that puts together a nine-minute drive, 14 plays. They're scoring in four or five minutes tops and, and half a dozen plays. Good question. Yeah. Appreciate you dropping by, Kevin. Uh, if you would, shoot us a subscription. You'd be number yep. 51. Yeah. I'd be happy yep. to have 51 you. 51 would be good. 51 would be good. Excellent. Um, what, other, what other games kind of stood, stood out to you guys over the weekend? I, I've got one, but you guys go. I, I, I took up enough time about the Colts. I guess I'd like the Chiefs and Jets uh, talk about that a little bit. It ended up being closer than it was. I know a lot of betters were upset uh, <laughs> that Mahomes uh, slid there at the two-yard line at the end. But that's that's just how you you gotta you gotta win football games because anything could happen. So people aren't concerned about your uh, bet. But surprisingly, um, you know the Jets pride themselves on you know their defense and especially stopping the run. And Pacheco had 115 yards on 20 carries. They allowed 204 yards on the ground. They're just they're just all lost there, uh, except for Zach Wilson. That's the weird thing. The defense played kind of poorly. Zach oh, Wilson actually up. played well. One more oh, question sub. from Kevin. Sweet. Shoot, man. What you got, more. brother? Nice. Well, while Kevin's typing that up. I agree. Zach Wilson had a game. He he kind of yeah. is it hope is it hope or is it false hope for the uh, for the Jets with that performance? I mean, he would have been better off if he didn't lose that fumble at the end and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, he was twenty eight of thirty nine for two forty five and two touchdowns. Best game he's ever had. Yeah, except for that fumble, except for that fumble at the the end. But hopefully, he's doing enough to hold off uh, Trevor Simeon or. I think Tim Boyle's there too, who's, you know, nothing. But it was, not what it's, it was it's encouraging not what's... to see that he uh, played a pretty good game. Uh, Mahomes yeah. hit 200. Mahomes hit 200 uh, career touchdown passes as well, fastest to hit 200, uh, reaching the game or reaching the, the plateau. Mile, yeah, the milestone in his 84th game, breaking. Anybody know whose record? I can guess one of two. I'm going to go Dan Marino. Ding, 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 buddy. Chicken, winner, winner, chicken dinner. I was going to go Fried Marino. Chicken. Yes. Fried Ramey house. Yeah. Right. I was, I was going to go <laughs> Marino or Manning. Yeah. No, I think, look, Zach Wilson has all the physical talent to play quarterback at a high level. You know, he's he's got the arm talent. He's got the athleticism. He's got the mobility. His issue, like a, a lot of guys that you see, is between the ears. Okay, right. here we go. And, and to kind of close that out, maybe, maybe this game gives him the confidence to move forward and, and play reasonably well to allow that defense to do what it does and let the Jets be successful. That's it. That. God, Ramey, this looks so much like a question we had last week. Was that when me and you were here? Because we talked about CV and air. This is very yeah. similar. One to three and a full um, man, full PPR. Brooks, Brees, Camara, Amon Ross, and the Brown, hunt? CD, Laporta, Blave, yeah. Hollywood, Benches, hunt. London, Addison, and Joku, Spears, Hunt, Charbonnet. Two opponents are pretty right. weak. Hopefully, you get the squad going. I mean, that's a pretty good team. Uh, if Kamara kind of can see what he can do if he can be three quarters of the man he was a couple of years ago or shit get three quarters of the targets he had this week he, he led the right. league with 14 yeah. if i have that team i'm happy look the, the yeah. first quarter of the season you're figuring out who your team is 
Now we're getting into the real meat of the schedule. We got bye weeks starting next week. I'm happy to ride with that, brother. I would say stand pat unless somebody comes along um, just blowing you away with an offer. I think Addison's going to come on more as the season goes on. I think Njoku's got some <laughs> in, in joku has got some upside, especially considering where you drafted him. God damn it, Brandon. Love it, Brandon. Love it. Yeah, I think Joe you're Burrow. good, brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, looks, it's a fine like... team double flex league. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I like the roster versatility. Yeah, and Joku burned himself. I don't know what the hell he was doing. I wonder if it was like yeah. Richard Pryor. I don't know. <laughs> Burn yeah. himself free basin. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, Matt was high on Joe Burrow preseason. Gonna have a hey, clear year. It's I'm early. gonna stand up for I'm gonna stand up for Matt here. We I'm all were high up. on Joe Burrow. Sit, sit down. We all were Matt. high on Joe Burrow. We all were <laughs> high. We all were high on the Bengals, and they haven't done shit this year. Really disappointing yeah. performance in uh against the titans matt are you typing yeah why only only put up three points against the titans that's pretty sad i think two out of the last three weeks or two out of the last three or four weeks they've only put up three points so that offense something's wrong either burrows hurt more than he's letting on or I don't know. It just doesn't look like it did over the last three years. You you wonder yeah. if if it's a coaching issue or if Burrow's injury really is hampering this offense that much. I, I think it's the injury. When you have a lower body injury like that, um, that's really where you draw your power from on, the, on your throws is in your core and, and in your lower body. Um, now that they have T. Higgins out with a, a broken rib and he says, oh, you know, I might not miss a game. I I don't believe that for a minute. He, he might intend to play until that first hit comes, and then his ass is going to be right back over on a bench. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're, they're just going to have to ride it out. Because if you bench Burrow, now you're going with A.J. McCarron or some jabroni I've never heard of, and you're going to be looking at one and five. Yeah, and if you're one and five, your season's over. It may be over now at one and four. Or one and three. They're one and three, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough sledding to get back into that. Although wild card's not out of the question. The AFC is pretty, and a lot of teams at two and two, three and one, one and three. So there's still hope. I mean, but it's yeah, kind of contradicted myself there with that sentence. But yeah. whatever. Hedge. I'm hedging so that later I can come back and say I told you guys. Burrow is playing against a weak Titan secondary. This is true. Yeah, they are weak. They got that great run defense and this pass funnel defense. And uh, I expected them to play very well. And I put players in uh, bets on DraftKings and stuff with that thinking and, you know, didn't win a bet this last weekend. I'm in the Ramey club now. Holy shit. Yeah, it look, it's the worst. We have to remember at the end of the day, all any of us are trying to do is predict the future. And a good decision that leads to a bad result is still a good decision. You know, running, starting Joe Burrow out there, especially given his salary uh, last week, it, it made perfect sense. But thank you for pointing uh, out my failure, Brandon. Must be slow be at Rocky's you. Pizza tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's Tuesday. He's off. Hmm. He's saying. <laughs> so we got a few right. folks in here watching appreciate you all three of you yeah oh yeah don't forget to uh i wonder if uh Drew, if drewster's one of them i wonder what's for dinner gotta know um question <laughs> okay so we were talking about who now the Bengals. yeah yeah <laughs> i i think we're done talking about the Bengals. all right yeah. good all right, moving along. Uh, how about Dolphins Bills? Um, That'll work. That was that was expected to be a pretty awesome game, and it, it was for Bills fans, I suppose. They <laughs> won 40, 48 to twenty over the Dolphins after the Dolphins putting up seventy on the Broncos in Week Three. Uh, Buffalo won their eighth straight at home versus Miami. They got their number there. 
uh, in recent uh, years. Um, the Bills scored on eight of their first nine possessions. They never trailed, and they had 414 yards of offense. They just sat, They just smacked Miami in the mouth. They did, and Miami turned the ball over a lot. You're not going to win a game against a team like the Bills when you have that many turnovers. Um, it, it was funny to me. Braxton Berrios and Durham Smythe had as many targets as Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Each pair had yeah. 10. Yeah. Like, why in the hell are you not getting the ball to them? I understand uh, A-Chan has looked spectacular over the past couple of weeks, scoring touchdowns. He's very, very efficient with his touches, and, and Mostert has looked pretty damn well, too. But, damn, you, you've got two of the 10 best receivers on your team? Yeah. Shit, yeah. let them eat. Yep. Yeah. Stick with what got you there, and what got him there was – thrown deep to Tyreek Hill and and letting Waddle kind of patrol the the underneath kind of mid mid range but also he's able to go deep too so with Tua's accuracy I don't see why you should go away from that I don't know if the fact that HN and and uh and Mostert had such a monster game against the Broncos that McDaniel kind of outsmarted himself against the Bills or if that Bills secondary kind of gave him concern thought he'd focus on the run more but the Bills did a nice job of shutting down that offense. Granted, to your point, Matt, the Dolphins kind of um, stepped on their own foot in some situations with the turnovers. But I mean, it, like I said, it was my lock of the week. I thought for sure that Miami was going to. I got I got tricked by that seventy burger and uh, thought the I thought at least it would be a closer game than this. And the Bills kind of said, "Hold on, little brother, we're still the we're still the big dog here. We're gonna it's still our division." And uh, kind of set the tone for the next few weeks at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. The way that Broncos defense is playing ball state could put up 28 on them. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Uh, what's interesting about Allen, this was his 10th game with four touchdown passes. And this was his third time with four touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. And he's leading the league in completion percentage, which, when he was drafted and for his first couple of years in the league, that is a sentence that I never thought I would say. Yeah, he was pretty low. He he yep. clearly listened to the Thursday episode of the Stone on Sports podcast and heard us talking about how prone he is to turnovers because he took care of the ball on Sunday. And that Bill's like, offense like since was week one. Humming. He's I mean, yeah. week one, he, he hasn't I don't think he's I don't think he's lost the turn the ball over since then. If, if he I can recall. do that, they're they're going to be tough. If he can continue to do that, now it's still I guess it's October now, but it was still September. I guess it was October when they played on Sunday too. Hell, I don't know what day it is, but um, it was the first. The weather, the weather's going to turn, and it's going to be be tougher to to hold on to that ball. So you hope he can continue it as as they move down the stretch and uh, take care of that ball because when he does, they win games and and he's shot them in the foot a few times with turnovers, but if he takes care of the ball, um, this could be the year where they make a deep, deep, deep run and and maybe finally crack into that Super Bowl conversation with the Bengals, not looking as good as what we had thought they were going to. Yeah. Their, their defense looked good held Miami to three of 10 on third down and over three on fourth down, uh, forced a couple turnovers, had four sacks, I think. And the Dolphins had only given up one sack in the first three weeks. So, yeah. like, they took advantage. And the secondary for Miami is is very vulnerable. Um, they haven't looked good either. They're 25th in passing yards allowed and 27th in yards per attempt allowed. So they're 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 vulnerable. And the Bills saw that. Josh Allen and and Diggs, they took care of it. Bad that they lost to Tre- Tre'Davious White though. Yeah, big lot, big loss for them. Achilles mm-hmm. home for the year. It's a bummer, but he knew I it. He knew it too. I mean, it's yeah, Miami's good. It's the Bills and it's the Chiefs, right? In the AFC, I think so. I think it's it's one game, so it's hard to kind of write off Miami completely. But with with it being such an early season game, and knowing that Miami gets to go to Buffalo and in a good weather game, and the weather was perfect. Um, to kind of lay an egg up there, it's it's discouraging. It probably puts um, Miami in that wild card conversation, and and depending on where they have to go and what the weather's like in December and early January, it, it could come back to haunt them. So um, 
but I, I agree with you um, it, right now. I'm, I'm surprised the Chiefs are playing as well as they have been with the um, not only Kelsey's health issue, but um, Chris Jones's holdout. Um, they look like they have not lost a beat since both of those guys came back, and they look they look hungry as hell. Like they're they don't look like they have a Super Bowl hangover at all. Yeah. Wait, I agree. They need Jalen Ramsey back as well. It'd be a that <laughs> they're not looking good. It'd be good offensively. They're going to have to score all those points to keep up because people are going to start passing on them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But but we knew coming into the year that this wasn't going to be a team that was going to win with defense. You're right. Bradley Chubb has been extremely disappointing after that trade last year from the Broncos, and especially seeing that Vic Fangio is now that defensive coordinator, you would have thought he would have been able to come in and really utilize Chubb in a way that would yeah. wreak havoc on the quarterback and hopefully alleviate some of that pressure on the secondary. But he hasn't been able to do that so far. Um he only had two tackles on uh, on Sunday and really just not having a great season for, for what they gave up to get him. And then I think they paid him, too, once he came over. I believe so. That was kind of an ill-advised trade, but, yeah, you know, I mean, at the time it made sense. They needed somebody to help bolster their defense, and he was a what was considered to be a young and ascending player, only he's kind of plateaued. Mm-hmm. Where are we going next? Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, are we at 31 minutes? Uh, Commanders, Eagles, did we talk about them? We can. Not yet. I don't know. We went to overtime. Uh, Eagles won 34-31 in overtime. Uh, Commanders are 2-2. Two and two. Eagles are 4-0. and oh. the, So what, them and just the 49ers are the undefeateds now because Miami lost. Um Commanders, man, played them tough. They've been playing everybody tough, like like Ramey said earlier. Or maybe we said that before we were on. Yeah. Um, but their defensive line Brown, is the truth. Yeah, it is. But AJ Brown put on a display: nine for one seventy-five and two touchdowns. Um, team's looking good. The team is looking good. Yeah, and. Um, you're, you're absolutely right. We were talking about how the commanders always seem to play the Eagles stuff. The commanders always seem to play tough. It's just a matter of the quarterback and Sam Howell played pretty well. Um, he was 29 to 41, um, 290 yards and a touchdown. Um, he's not the reason that they're losing games. Um, and that's pretty much all you can, you don't think he holds on to the ball a little too long. A lot, a lot of most of the sack, I'd not say most, but half of the sacks he's had so far this year, which is a lot, uh, mm. have been, you know, his fault. Yeah, I agree, Brandon. He's better than Carson Wentz. Sam Howell is trash. Carson Wentz, that dude is, is. I was actually talking to Wade about couch, this right? the other day. Like he's got all the physical tools to play the game. He's he's another guy where it's the issue is between the years. And he was never really the same after that. What did he do? He tore his ACL, right? Yeah. He was on track yeah. to be MVP that year. Yeah. What the hell happened to Dallas Goddard? Yeah. Tell me. I have him in two out of three leagues. And I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna stick with it. I'm just gonna stick with it, but I'm thinking about not sticking with it. <laughs> but, I mean, me who, who's really available that's better? Yeah. So, I, I yeah, mean, you could go. Tight end is a co- wasteland this year. It is. And Cole Komet's not going to get two touchdowns every week either. So, you know, it is what it is. So I'll probably stick with Goddard, stream somebody during his bye, and throw him back in again. Is it is it just a matter of how much does Jalen Hurts hurt Goddard's value in the red zone and on the goal line because normally yeah. you, you yeah you'd, you'd want a tight end to be able to kind of catch some of those balls in the red zone and and instead they're they're doing the tush push and and getting hurts into the end zone which i mean it works you do you do what you're comfortable with and you do what's successful but i wonder how much of that short yardage ability by hertz impacts goddard's value as a tight end on that particular team i think um the Eagles penchant for, for running hurts there at the goal line hurts running back value more than it does tight end value. Um, but just looking at their roster, 
they don't really have that between the tackles guy who you can just slam into the line to get you that six, eight inches. So they run their tush push or brotherly shove or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, I don't know. There's so many mouths to feed on that offense too. And and Deandre Swift has looked great since he's gotten there. So, you know, he's been getting the, the bulk of the work out of the backfield. You've got AJ Brown whining because he's not getting enough targets and not getting enough looks and, and, you know, the, the nail that sticks out gets hammered and, and, you know, that's what he got this week. 13 targets, nine grabs. Um, Devonte Smith is always going to get some looks. He went seven for 70. There's only so much to go around. And, and now that they have Swift there who excels at catching out of the backfield, he's getting looks there too. And, and it seems like Goddard not, is though. the one that's getting the squeeze this year. He's not, he's not getting a lot of receptions. We talked about that last week. He's rushing the damn ball. He had four grabs this week. Yeah. Did he? Oh, last week yep. he had one target. So four is good. So this could have been the opponent, but he is looking good. Now watch this week Philly go out and Goddard has eight catches for 110 and well, a I touchdown. Hope I hope he does. Uh, <laughs> and if you remember, that was when the Eagles were 8-0 last year. They're the, the commanders are the one that spoiled that. Yeah, uh, last season as well. So they they play him tough. Doesn't even matter. Hurts. And it was at and it was at Philly too, and still played him tough. I'm fans yeah. fucking relentless there. It's a division game too, you know. And and once you get into now, granted, there it's not so much like college where you have your non conference and then conference games. You you've got your division games spread out throughout the year, but. There in the NFC East, everybody plays each other tough, even you know when when some of the teams are trash. Except the Giants. Except the Giants. You know, I, I saw something today that, I mean, while it's not brand new news, it it still is a shitty reminder. The Giants, Jets, and Bears, who have a combined two and ten record, have fourteen primetime games this year. And the Giants have been outscored ninety-four to fifteen in prime time. So yeah, far. not and good. Daniel Jones is like zero and seven in prime time. So yeah. thanks for the forty uh, mil. He's the new yeah. Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah, Jesus. that's they you would know. love if he was Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> oh, hey, Wade's got a question for you guys. Lions question: What's what's the latest Practicing. on Jameson Williams? Now he's practicing. Uh, I mean, Campbell said that, you know, they're going to ease him in again. Um, and that might have something to do with uh, the timetable got changed, you know, just like that all of a sudden where uh, his suspension was reduced. So um, they probably had a plan worked out for six games, and now they had to juggle and change a little bit for four. And he'll get ready. He just needs to be – he just called, He just said he needs to be a reliable receiver. So that's all that's we need it. him to do. He has a, a very specific role in that offense. Um, he did have that hamstring injury there in the preseason, and he wasn't allowed to be in contact with the team uh, about his rehab, which I think is, is kind of a stupid rule. I understand they're suspended, but this is like a, a player health and safety thing. Um, right. And why can't it just be the medical staff in right. contact? Okay, you can't have any no nothing with the You can't talk to the GM. coaches, but you can talk to the trainers. Right. Yeah. It makes fucking sense to me, but yeah. Would you bet on him having a big impact this week? <laughs> no. Not this week. Um, no. They've got a few weeks in, until they're by my thought process. The whole time was, you know, look for him to really start to make an impact after the buy. Maybe that timeline is accelerated by a week or two, you know, maybe the week going into the buy, he really starts to make his presence felt, um, but it'll be later on in the season. And there's no super hurry because Josh Reynolds has been playing well. And Sam Laporte has been playing well. They have options to stretch the field. So, yeah, I just just ease him in. I'm good with it. He's going to have some big plays. It's coming. And like Matt said, it'll be the second half of the season. And we got Marvin Jones, who wears zero because that's what he contributes. (laughs) Yeah, I got to believe. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I got to see them releasing him. I I'd keep yeah. Khalif Raymond over Marvin Jones. Yeah, Khalif Raymond, Raymond can be stretched the field. Well, he's also valuable on special teams as, as yep. well. So, 
Um, yeah. Uh, two, 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 two waiver targets. We want to do sure a little bit of that real quick. A, did you know that right now there are five quarterbacks on pace for over five thousand yards? Cousins. Yep. Herbert. Tua. Yep. Yep. Tua. Uh, is Josh Allen? Nope. Uh, Zach Wilson. Oh, Stroud. C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. And Ooh. the other one's probably who was the other one, Ramy? Uh, that would be what? I'm Goff? Not fucking no, home Mahomes. Oh, yeah, Goff. Yeah, no, Matthew wow. Stafford. Wow. wow. Yeah, because yeah, he's got to throw the ball forty-five times. Fucking yep. of course, Puka Nakua's had a gazillion catches with of a broken freaking hip. Right. Yeah, he was hurting, but he played through it. He's a tough son of a bitch. He's a gamer. Yeah, he, he is. is. He is. Well, actually, let's let's talk about the the listener league first. Okay. Hey. Okay. Um, let's do it. Let's check out the standings. I'll throw them up here. Uh, huh. um, Ramey's made some improvements. He's not yes. in last anymore. He's he won yeah. and, and scored a bunch of points last week. Like sure 100, did. On a winning streak. 180. Uh, Drew's got some, um, yeah. Drew's looking good again. Who's the highest scoring? AJ. Drew. Oh, 635, no. yeah, 94. Yeah, look at Elvis. AJ. Yeah. Freaking L's got a huge one there. That, that's good. Three and one. Looking good. One three in a row. So, yeah, he won his first one and he's been rolling. Uh, Matt's in fourth, uh, and I am just below him in fifth. Yep. That's you it. got I'm... 16 more points than me. That ain't nothing. Look at what you've had scored against you, brother. 523. Yep. Ouchie. No, Not the shit. highest, though, but. And then the person hey. in last who makes those ridiculous trade offers. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, you accept Ramey that trade, Ramey? I, I no, say, I didn't. Yeah, what was that nope. again? It was, I'm it was decent. It. Yeah, it was, was good. It was, it was A-Chan and uh, uh, Tutu Atwell for. Oh, no, wait. Sorry, it was no. uh, Josh Jacobs and Tutu Atwell for uh, A-Chan. I probably yeah, would have taken that. that I did not. Oh, we already said that, I think. But I would. I, yeah, you guys did. I, I just he. I think he rescinded it today, or it expired. But uh, I, I'm happy with the team that I've got. I'm going to ride the the winning streak and and see where it takes Jeez. me. Right. I actually oh, don't. Brandon. I actually don't have a bad team. I've just made terrible decisions so far this year. Yeah, and we got Brandon who was in the chat uh, a moment ago. In tenth, one and three, losing two in a row. Maybe you maybe you should start looking at picking some other people up because you've only made two moves the whole season. And I'd also like to call out the guy in eleventh, who's I don't know why he's not in twelfth and he's in eleventh, but uh <laughs> somewhere I, over Dwayne Bow. Set your fucking line up. You got three fucking people in there like that are on IR. Thank Come you on. for the victory somewhere over. Ramey got a Bow. free yeah. win. Ramey could have scored ninety points in one. I don't really also, know if that's true. Also right. your your team name's about ten years past its usefulness primer yeah i remember but, going to um hey but thanks, thanks for signing up <laughs> he he right. won last week if you win this week that's two in a row yes. <laughs> if you win the week after that that's three and that's called a winning streak <laughs> i'll take, I'll take um that. but yeah set your line up even though you're not listening because you just randomly saw it on twitter and joined and hey now we're done Thoughts we're appreciative on Fabber. Oh, Fab all day long, Wade. Um, it's much more fun. Everybody has a chance to get that player if you're going to pay it. Just like, you know, that's why I prefer auction leagues as well um, over traditional, you know, redraft, snake, dra snake drafts. Um, I like Fab a lot. Um, Matt, unexplainably, the unexplicably, I should say, a couple weeks ago. Our, Don't worry about what I a, do. Our budget's 100 and... Uh, he threw $99 on Jerome Ford. And I was just shocked. It's fine. If that's your strategy, I can see that he was a powerful get. He was going to be the RB1 on that team and contribute, and he has. Um, but to spend all of it, it's it's crazy. You probably could have threw 50 buck or 50 on there and, and had some money to work with this year. So well, that's understand. the bad disadvantage if you're stupid like Matt and blow your whole load on one player in week two. That's your thing but I love fab number one. Don't worry about where and how I blow my load. <laughs> number two, 
had I not had Nick Chubb, I would have gone about it very, very differently. I would have, you know, 15, 20 bucks. I'll, I'll see if I get them. But I needed the replacement. And I had to make sure I got there. Fuck all on any waiver wire. Especially in that I in agree, league where you've I, got 12 I, teams and, and bigger rosters and, and you know, you're starting a shit ton of guys. And, and even the, the league we have with Wade, that's a skank league. There's nothing available. No. So you do what you got to do. I also prefer Fab just because it gives everybody a chance um, to get the players as they emerge. Yep. Good question. Because I don't, I don't like the waiver orders. Ramey, did you have a thought on that, or I'm just going to let me and Matt talk? I was just. Have you done a league with Fab? Fab? No. Fab is Fab is free agent acquisition budget. So you bid on the free agents, and you have a certain amount of money for the entirety of the season. Correct. Typically, it's a hundred dollars. Okay. Gotcha. I like that idea. I got uh, uh, this past week. Palmer, Josh Palmer in, um, geez, I can't even talk. The Chargers, Jesus, I can't even talk. Um, I spent $15 on him. And originally I had 10 And then, like, at 11 o'clock before waivers that night before, I went and upped it to 15 because I was afraid somebody might throw over 10 So you don't know. I really wanted him because I really needed a, a, a good solid. So you, it's not like an auction where you know what the bid is. You have to commit to a dollar amount and hope that it's, more than right. anybody else think of it as like ebay for free agents gotcha in a way yeah um and then two so most of the time let's say there's a guy and and kyle throws in five bucks you throw in 10 and i throw in 50 it doesn't just adjust your bid to 11 to a to account for the next highest bidder it's you bid what you bid and if everybody else bid a buck and you bid 50 you're paying 50 bucks yeah. Right. There's gotcha. some strategy with it. You know, you got to decide on what percentage of your balance you want to, you're comfortable with getting rid of this week or on, even on a weekly basis. And what players they are. There's somebody, you know, I pay 10, 15% of my budget left. And there's, you know, some that I just pay 2% or a buck or whatever you right. know, or nothing yeah. for that matter. I'll bid zero and still get them. So, and then some of us fun. sit there and, get stoned on sports and bid 99. So <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. And I, and I'm, you know, on a lot, like, especially my dynasty, I'm looking, I'm always looking at the next couple weeks as well for plans and things. And I'll pick up and it's usually cause there's defensive players uh, in this it's what seven defensive players and that you got to start. And so I'm kind of looking ahead for things too, and matchups against teams and with buys and things. So, I like it for that. I'll just bid zero because a lot of times nobody's looking. Yeah. Did we ever get to waiver wire targets? Nope. No, we didn't. We still going to oh. do it. We're just, we got time. We got what, 12 minutes left or so. Uh, but yeah, fab. Yeah, we can do waiver wire. I'm, I'm game. All right. Um, um, at quarterback, I think first, Matthew Stafford. Wow. That was what I was going to say. My, yeah, I mean, dude's on CJ Stroud. Mine's CJ well, Stroud. I can't believe you would have went with. Why wouldn't you go with Stroud first? Fuck Ohio State. <laughs> All right, Stafford. Yeah, Stafford. He. That offense is only going to improve once Cooper Cup gets back. It's a matter of weeks. Uh, I think I saw earlier today where they were saying they want him close to you know. 80, 90% before they bring him back, and, and he's just not there yet. But with the emergence of, you know, Puka Nakua and, and Atwell, and, and now you plug in Cooper Cup, that's going to be a very prolific passing offense. And right now, Stafford's owned in about roughly 50% of leagues. Snag him up. Yeah. I That offense I, uh, looks better than I thought I it agree. was coming into the season. And Sean McVay has done a hell of a job calling plays this year. He has. And it's they, been tons of quick passes because they know the offensive line's not very good. And Stafford's getting the ball out in two and a half seconds or less. And short passes to, to you know, uh, Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, and those things are going to happen. Yeah, Matt could be right. I like it. I prefer C.J. Stroud. But if you're struggling with a Joe Burrow or a Trevor Lawrence right now as your QB, yeah, give Stafford or Stroud 
um, a thought. This is not waiver wire related, but the Rams are a lot playing a lot better both on offense and defense than I thought they were. And moving forward, they have a shit ton of cap room after this year, and they start to get their draft picks back. And I think they even pick some up with trading like a Ramsey and other teams. So I wonder if the start and the potential kind of keeps Stafford around for the next few years, or do they look at a quarterback in the next draft in a quarterback heavy draft and start to make that transition and allow that quarter, whoever that quarterback is to sit behind Stafford for a year or two. Stetson Bennett. Well, he's a drop. He's in rehab. Or he's, he's away from the team. Yeah. I mean, next year's draft for, for QBs is, is supposed to be, very deep. We'll see. Yeah. I think there are several teams in a similar position to the Rams where you've got an aging quarterback who's still performing reasonably well. Um, Stafford's turnovers are a little bit high this year and the touchdowns aren't where you'd expect them to be. Um, honestly, between him and, and Stroud, flip a coin. I, I'm I'm cool with either one. Um, and then if you're really desperate, Russ is probably out there. Uh, that team is rough. <laughs> if you think it, the uh, the clock has not struck midnight yet, there's Baker Mayfield. You know, but if yeah. you're looking at guys like that, you're you're desperate. You were talking earlier about um, Trevor Lawrence. He actually leads the league in fewest turnover worthy plays at at a little over like one percent. So it's. He's not That's playing good. poorly. You're just not seeing the results of his play in the stat sheet. Yeah. For sure. Um, wide receivers, I think. I want to say Tyler Boyd's a good look. Um, but right now, the Bengals are kind of broken. So he's yeah. kind of like an uninspiring waiver wire pickup. But he's not going to get you zero. He had seven targets last week. Um. I think T. Higgins will be out longer than he thinks he will. I, I say it's at least a couple weeks. I'm not sure when their buy is. Um, not well, soon enough. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, my week's coming up. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he could get you nine or ten points, but something's got to start clicking on that offense. Ugh, yeah. I mean, if if you can pick somebody up off the waiver wire, plug him in, and he gets you ten points – you should be pretty That's damn right. happy with that. Yeah. And he's shown in years past. Now, granted, he's getting, you know, a little bit up there in age. He, he's been around for a minute. Um, but he's been very, very reliable. Even as the wide receiver three in that offense, he, he he'll turn in a, a couple hundred yard games a year and he'll get, you know, four or five touchdowns. Um, I drafted him on a team and just plopped him on the bench and it's like, look, I'm an injury away from having a solid wide receiver too. I wasn't expecting Joe Burrow to play like ass, but in theory, you've got solid wide receiver two upside there. Somebody who, you know, come in around wide receiver 18 to 20. Yeah. What about, um, there's the rookie wide receiver, Michael Wilson for the Cardinals that had a good game last week. Um, seven for seven, 76 yards, two touchdowns, 26 <laughs> points. What? That was going to be mine. Oh, I'm Matt, sorry. I had Matt, I, I had Matt Stafford, and I was so excited because I thought it was my turn. Okay. And All right. I was going to talk about up. Michael. No, no, go I'll ahead. Shut up. No, no, no. I'm going to no. let you go with the rest of it. But they're going to be playing no. behind all season. He's an interesting look. Yeah. But go ahead. They're a second-half team, too. He yeah. seems to have built a pretty good relationship with Joshua Dobbs. And uh, Josh Dobbs is not bad. Ter- uh-huh. No, not too terrible. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he's uh, Michael Wilson's got 14 catches, 237 yards, and two touchdowns. You, you thought Hollywood Brown would be taking all the all the catches and all the touchdown opportunities yeah. in the receiving core on that team, but um, he's I like uh, Wilson going forward. Yeah, I think Wilson's played in almost 70 percent of Arizona's offensive snaps. So, and he's available in 90 to 95 percent of leagues right now. So he might yeah. be a guy that you want to pick up and kind of ride. Maybe not. I don't know who they – I need to do some research and see who they play this week. Yeah. But depending on the matchup, it, he's worth throwing in there. And and like you said, Kyle, they are a second-half team, and they're going to be behind a lot. Look, I, I got two words for you. Garbage time. Yeah. 
that yeah. team is going to have a lot of garbage time. They're a competitive team. They're not likely going to get blown out by a lot of teams. Um, but yeah, they're they're going to be behind quite a bit. And you're exactly right, Ramey. Uh, almost called him Romeo Dubs. Um, what the fuck is his name? Michael My Josh. 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 Josh Dobbs. Dobbs. Oh, yeah. Um, he's played surprisingly well. Yeah, I bet Pittsburgh yeah. wishes they still had him. Arizona's got the the Bengals at home this week. I ain't touching that game betting. Yeah. No, 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 no. But and <laughs> I know we've talked Thursday about Thursday's game, but Chicago at Washington. Ugh. Can't uh, they got to figure out a way to flex out of those games. I know they can't because. Yeah, they can. With 28, yeah. it, it's new this year, but you have to give four weeks notice right, to yeah. do it. And Running backs. Is, yeah, what you got? Uh, big one for me is Chuba Hubbard. Miles Sanders yeah. has not looked great down there in Carolina, and now he's got a groin injury. Chuba Hubbard has been effective throughout his career granted in limited snaps he's not somebody you want to have carrying a rock 25 times a game but you know he he's somebody you can give the ball to a, a dozen times and, and give him four or five targets and, and he can produce for you i bet they yeah. wish they had dante foreman still i bet yeah sanders kind of played through a groin injury you know how those can be kind of tricky those can get re-aggravated uh at any time and yeah chuba had 14 carries and caught a couple balls too. He's a decent bench dash for sure. Definitely. Absolutely. I agree. Um, who's off this week? Buys start this week. So we got Chargers, Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, and the Buccaneers. If you're looking to replace the Cleveland defense, which has been pretty solid. Um, of course, Seattle had a great game last. Uh, their defense had a great game in week four. Um, consider the Lions. Please consider yeah. the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're 10th in PFF uh, defensive grade, 6th in run defensive grade, and they are number one in rush yards allowed per game in the NFL at 60.8. That's a 6-0.8. It's great. Like, that's a great defense to grab for streaming and maybe somebody to hang on for the long haul. But for this week's Brown, if you you don't have a the Browns this week, I'd pick the Lions. Or yeah, you know what? I get the Panthers I'd at also, home. Also, if yeah. you lose out on that one, pick the Commanders. They got the Bears at home. That's I mean on a short week. Have to, yeah, on a short week, and they played well against the Eagles. I like the Commanders defense this week too. I I don't. We haven't talked about defenses yet uh, on waiver wires. I'm like, you know what? Why the hell not? It's bye week. Yeah. Right. So yep. it's a bye time week. of the year where you do what you got to do. Yeah. Yep. My last one is, uh, it might be one that you want to pick and stash Jaleel McLaughlin for, uh, for the Broncos with Javante Williams staying out. Um, Samaji P Ryan and him are kind of splitting carries, oh, I thought, oh, shit, but it's, it. it's kind of, okay. it's kind of going, <laughs> Oh God! I'm like, I thought we were done with flavor wear, and I'm like, he's still talking. No, Kyle's done talking, so we're done talking no. about it. No, I just, I don't, I, I don't no. matter. I'll just sit here quietly and mind my own no, business. I'm just not. I had a long day. I'm not listening fully. It's great. Thank you. No, continue. I, just, I, what'd you, what'd I think you, he's I worth. Mean to, I was like, oh shit! I took that down. <laughs> put that back yeah. up. So you say, please continue, uh, and then you continue to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. Jaleel McLaughlin for the Broncos. Pick him up. He's looked explosive. Yeah. In, in limited touches. He actually had two more touches than Pirine. Um, so it's kind of starting to go the other way where Pirine started out having way more touches than um, McLaughlin. But it's it seems that his explosiveness and his play is, is kind of getting him the ball more than Pirine as they move forward. So yeah. we'll see. Pirine, P- P- let's face it, he's a, he's a receiving back. I mean, yeah. That, that was his thing in uh, Cincinnati, rarely ran the ball and then was asked to do it this week when Javante went out. Yeah, it makes sense that uh, Jaleel was uh, a lot more efficient at uh, another bench stash because I don't think Javante's expected to miss time, I think I read, correct? 
Uh, what was it that I was reading? He's not missing time, but it's still bothered. The hip injuries bothering day, him. Still. Day to day. Aren't we all? Yeah. Aren't we all shoot. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. I think that yeah. wraps up our waiver wire targets, unless Kyle has anything else he'd like to touch on. No, nothing. You need you need to get some food in that tummy. Sure, sure do, sure do. Uh, yeah. Folks are available on Facebook and Instagram and um, TikTok at Stone Down Sports Podcast, and uh, Twitter or X or whatever you're calling it these days is at Stone Down Sports One. Uh, because there's a character limit, and I couldn't put Stone Down Sports Podcast in there, so that was my fault somehow. Um, Why didn't you do yeah. Stone Down Sports Pod? I should have done SOS Podcast or something, as what you guys suggested. But when I was creating this in the infancy of this podcast, uh, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I don't think any of us did. So, and we and we still uh, we don't. Still don't. <laughs> and we still don't because we schedule stuff on YouTube and Streamyard, and we just figured it out that we don't have to do that. We just yeah. do it one way. Real, real quick before we log off. So far this year, Christian McCaffrey is averaging twenty-five touches a game, one hundred and fourteen point eight scrimmage yards per game, which is almost thirty more yards per game than he had during his thousand thousand season. So my question for you is, how many more games before the man gets hurt? Right. Yeah. Four. Yeah. It might be next week. But if he continues this, he might be the MVP of the league. He is the MVP of the league. Oh, absolutely. He's the best player on the best team. But yeah, every time I see him. for Heisman. Every time I see his numbers, I think, golly, they're using him a lot. They are. They I are. I have a lot of lot of faith in Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason because, yeah, he's going to be dead or uh, you know on the injured list by the time playoffs start. And then, the hell are you got? I do? think, I think you'll see them taper his usage as the season goes on in an attempt to try and keep him healthy and and keep him as fresh as possible for the playoffs. Like a- after the first game, everybody's hurt. Something hurts, you're sore or whatever. But given his stature and his history of injury, to me, it doesn't make sense to ride him like they are. Now, granted, Elijah Mitchell also is is injury prone. That's true. Yeah, but they've got so many weapons that they don't really need to be riding him as much as they are. Um, I kind of wonder, they've got Dallas this weekend, so they're not going to rest him at all but they the the schedule kind of lightens up week eight they go they have cincinnati at home and then they have a bye i think you're right man i think they'll you'll see his his touches taper and maybe you see a an ankle injury or something that conveniently happens before they play arizona at arizona or, or cincinnati at home where he he sits out a game just for for rest purposes because you know we all are all about load management here on the podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess why would you give him so many touches against these weak opponents to start the 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 year, you know, Pittsburgh and the Giants and Arizona, and then when you got like a Dallas coming up and then after that they're at Cleveland, some tough defensive teams. I just feel like Those are going to yeah, be some like, physical games. And they and they were blowing these other teams out, Pittsburgh 30 to 7. LA was closer. Uh, the Giants thirty to twelve. The Cards thirty-five to sixteen. Like, because I still yeah. see him out. I still saw him out there rushing the ball mm-hmm. when he mm-hmm. probably should have been on the bench. Yep, for sure. All right. And uh, hold on. What? what was I gonna? What was I? Oh, we'll go over that on Thursday. We don't have time. So nice tease. Our, yeah. It was our. Uh, how we're doing on our aces and deuces and locks pick our results. So I just want to. I had a good great. week, except for the pick. Did you actually, is it in here? Did I put it in here? I'm going to consider myself three and one on the week for aces and deuces. Did I? Oh, I did put it in here. Fuck it. I'm putting it on the screen. I'll give a shit. So we are all three and two last week. Nice. Look at who is just whipping your asses. That would be. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
you just see what this guy fails to realize is he put this on at the end of the episode and nobody's going to see this. That's uh, all right. We'll bring it back up on Thursday. No worries. You just, nope. Sorry. You, you just no, opened Pandora's box we do our, letting me. We, we do our aces and lo- and deuces and locks on Thursday. So I'll, uh, it's coming back out. But look at that. 14 and six overall. Jesus. Kicking your I didn't realize we could do uh, audio clips. You may have uh, just opened Pandora's <laughs> box. Yeah, I added a few things last <laughs> night. Uh, I can think of a couple crazy? that I are you out of your mind? Haven't... Are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? Uh, load right. management, Kyle. Load oh, management. Yes. Don't blow it. <laughs> oh, that's the one All I was right, gonna play. It. Yeah, you uh, can probably fucking take that down now and we can wrap this shit up. Oh yeah, I don't know. I, I lost the spot. This is confusing. All right, let's wrap it up. All right. Thanks for the permission, Kyle. Well, Matt, you want to take us out? Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, take us out to ale. That ain't going to be me paying. Hey, Matt, go ahead and take us out. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Big appreciation to all of you commenters, watchers, subscribers. We are at 50. Hopefully, we will continue to climb. Check us out on the socials. Appreciate you all. Until next time, which is in 47 hours. hours. Yeah, right. (laughs) Heck yeah. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. Bye. Look at Ramey with the deuces.